0: Hello and welcome to the Browns Blitz. Today is Tuesday, June 30th, this is episode number 58. I'm your host, Rod Bloom, and with me today is the one and only Charles Shen. You may know him as Alex B. Keaton on Twitter. Twitter, Twitter. Easy for me to say, guys. Rough day today, I guess. Um, Follow him at fighterguy2424. Charles, how are things going for you?
1: Going pretty well tonight. Uh, thanks for having me, Rod. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh, good to it's good to talk to you again. I, mean, I had the pleasure of meeting you about a year well, not quite a year ago but during football season last year. So, hanging out and stuff. Um, good to talk to you again. And we're hoping we get uh, hoping we get to do that again here soon if if, if we get lucky.
1: Yes, that's the <laughs> if luck's on our side.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, also, uh, we also have my brother Jeff here. Jeff, how are things going for you?
2: Good, Rob. How you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty good, other than my uh, very obvious uh, tiredness, apparently from working too many hours on the job. So, um, <laughs> I'll I'll try to rein it in a little bit, guys, and do a little bit better job. So, um, let let's uh, let's start off by talking about the beers that we're drinking with our blitz beverages. You guys both brought something tonight.
1: Yeah. What do you got, Jeff?
2: Um, Well, I'm I'm the, the non beer snob uh, in the family, Charles, if you didn't already know that. Um, So, you know, I I keep some pretty basic stuff in my fridge. Um, And and actually I was doing a lot of yard work today. So I, I started kind of early. Um, and I had to give myself a little break so I could, you know, speak clearly tonight. More clearly uh, than me. But, yeah, but um, <laughs> I just went and uh, pulled a uh, cerveza dos equis out of ah, the fridge. Yeah. Uh, Lager Especial. Um, I just like this as sort of a, a late night um, uh, cap to my evening. Um Goes down smooth, um, you know. Kind of reminds me of uh, vacation, um, and you know, I could probably drink these all day and you know, enjoy them pretty well. I don't Good. particularly like the. I mean, uh, this is the the green bottle. I don't particularly care for the amber, um, but this green bottle I think is pretty refreshing.
0: The amber a little bit too
2: uh, too rich for you. You know, I don't know what it is. I mean, I I haven't just had it a, in a long time. Just a flavor. So, yeah, I just I, I'm just not a fan of the amber. You know, okay. where uh, the lager I really like.
0: Nice. Well, it's a, I think it's a good choice, Jeff. And I wouldn't stick my nose up at at that. Not at all. Excellent. <laughs> Charles, what do you what do you have?
1: Well, I am a beer snob. Um, I I like the best of the best. Um, of everything. So. I'm drinking these these are like 25 dollars a six pack um, it's called Genesee light in a blue can it's pretty fantastic <laughs>
0: Genesee light
1: nice
0: <laughs>
1: oh wait maybe that was 25 beers for six dollars how about that there you go <laughs> Genesee light all right I didn't know we just Genesee had some made conversation
2: a lot. about we just had some conversation about Genesee the other day didn't we Ron?
0: Yeah, um, yeah I, used, I used to have it, it on. Ale. I used to
2: have it on tap. The cream ale. Yeah, yeah. Huh? yeah my
0: uh, first puke beer. I thought Genesee Cream Ale was pretty good.
2: Yeah, I mean, the at, green, at the time.
1: Yeah, Genesee Cream Ale is not bad. The green can. Then you got the Genesee Regular and the white and red. Not bad.
2: Yeah. yeah, no, I used to go through a quarter barrel of it about every three weeks back when I had a lot of buddies coming over for beers.
1: Not bad. Well, cheers to you guys.
0: Nice cheers. job, guys. I'm uh, I'm drinking. Speaking of green cans, I'm drinking a, a Carlsberg Premium Danish Pilsner. And I gotta tell you, I, I was a little bit concerned about drinking this. I didn't, I didn't have any idea what a Carlsberg was, if this was a good beer or not. And it's pretty good. So it's from, I guess it's from the UK. It's like a five percent, and it's in a, it's in a pint can. So um i think i picked this up at jungle gyms down here for you know for a buck or two just to try it and uh it's pretty good you know i you never know when you're just buying something you never heard of like that especially in a can if it's going to be any good or not and it's got pretty good flavor so um it's definitely not a beer snob bottle-esque kind of beer though you know (laughs) that 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 uh you know that i would say ah look what i'm drinking so um but it's a good beer so i think we're all kind of in the same we're kind of all at the same spot right now tonight it's pretty cool
1: yep nice. but i am the beer snob though mine is a little bit more you know hoity-toity so you guys got to catch up
0: <laughs> we will we'll, we'll give you that charles <laughs> all right charles uh, the first thing After uh, after the birds, what we like to do is to uh, to give our guests a chance to kind of just share their story as a Browns fan. Uh, Just, you know, whatever you want to share, just kind of how you became a Browns fan. Um, You know, I don't I don't know if you've been in Cleveland your whole life or not. Um, You know, just kind of your journey, uh, you know, either memories or high points, low points, um, favorite players, things like that. So whatever you'd like to share with us as far as your journey as a Browns fan?
1: Uh, sure. Um, I, uh, I, w- I was born in 77, and I became a Browns fan in, like, 85. And uh, right after the drive, after I cried, uh, me and my brother, <laughs> I cried after that. I That's when I really knew that the Browns meant a lot to me, even at the young, a- young age. I, I think I was uh, not even 10 years old when that happened in 87. Um, mm. and. Uh, Yeah, that's that's when I became a Browns. Knew I was a a diehard Browns fan. Um, I went to uh, my uncle. um, He my uncle and aunt took me and my brother to um, quite a few games when we were young. Um, Even back in the day before, it was the dog pound. We sat in the bleachers and it wasn't even the dog pound yet when I was really little. Remember going to those games. Uh, Remember going to the game where the Browns played the Bears on Monday night football. And in twenty seven to seven. Slaughter ran that uh, I think it was a ninety seven yard reception from Bernie. Um, I just got a lot of good memories. Went to playoff games. Um, always enjoyed Metcalf play, um, and I loved uh, Slaughter and Kosar. They're they're my favorite players of all time. Um, and then I guess when they came back, me and my friends went to a lot of games um, through my work. Um, we got a lot of a lot of tickets. A lot of uh, like you know took a lot of friends to the games. Even, that was a lot of bad times, but we all had a lot of fun. Um, big Tim Couch fan. He got done dirty here. and uh, um, But a lot, of, a lot of players I enjoyed um, since they come back. So just always been a fan um, and always lived here in the Akron area the whole my whole life. So, yep, just a big-time Browns, Cavs, Indians, Buckeyes fan. And uh, long-suffering long like you guys.
0: <laughs> kind of in your blood, yeah. We understand. <laughs> <laughs> so people people know you as a Browns fan, Charles, but people also know you as an artist from your artwork on on Twitter. Uh, all the players that you've drawn, all the players that you that you shared with with people, uh, not just Browns, but uh, but Indians and and really not even just uh, not even just players, but you put out some other really fantastic artwork for to you know to show people on twitter so i think everybody would enjoy just hearing a little bit about your path as an artist and kind of um, you know just how you how you got started with that and and how you got to where you are right now with it
1: oh sure thank you Uh, i appreciate the kindness and the kind words um yeah um started like it started young, uh, started drawing when I was really young, um, as young as I could, as far as back as I can remember, and then just continued through, uh, through high school. And, um, and then after high school, um, I really didn't do much drawing, didn't really do it. And I just picked it up again a couple years ago. And it's just uh, something I enjoy doing. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's just a, a talent that I've just acquired over, you know, over time. And it was kind of like getting, you know, getting back on the bike, you know, and I enjoy it. It's uh, it's fun to do. And I I enjoy sharing the art with uh, with all you guys. And and I appreciate all the good responses on on Twitter and everything from everybody. It makes me feel uh, makes me feel good that everybody enjoys it. I appreciate that.
0: And you've also by drawing a lot of these players, you've been able to to interact with some of them, too. Which is really cool because you tag a lot of these guys, and a lot of them have either followed you or just thanked you or things like this. So, um, yeah. how I mean, how's that been for you? That's got to be oh. really
1: cool. Yeah, it's 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 really cool. Um, a lot more of the Buckeyes players have followed, but all the Browns players have responded in some way. Um, pos- all positive except for the Joku. He, he was really. I forgot to draw his tattoos on his left arm and he called me out on that. (laughs) (laughs) But everybody else has been positive. Um, you know, even, uh, Baker doesn't respond to anybody and he responded. So I was kind of impressed with that, but, uh, yeah, everybody, it's cool having the players, uh, they, they, you know, they respect, uh, that you, you, you put the time in and they take the couple minutes out of their day to respond to it. And, that, uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, these guys are really busy and uh, it, it means a lot for them to respond. Yeah. That's
0: uh that's really cool. It, it's really cool. Just uh, kind of watching and seeing those guys come in and say something to you and, and just seeing, just seeing the, uh, just seeing the response from everybody. When you put one of those, when you put one of your drawings out, uh, it, it's, it's a lot of fun.
1: Uh, I appreciate that, Rod.
0: So you've uh, you've also done some work for. I'm just going to plug our sponsor now. T-ShirtHooligan.com. T-shirt, uh, you've done some work uh, for them. You have a couple of how many t-shirts do you have out? Two.
1: Yeah, I got a, yeah I got a few right now. Um, there's a couple that are in progress. Um, uh, there was a little little standstill, but uh, you know everything's back up and running. It was a little little slow with the COVID with the warehouse, but everything's uh, getting back up and running but yeah i got a few out there right now and uh got uh got a few more ideas as well so
0: yeah so if you guys want to check out some of charles work uh just you can uh on twitter go to at hooligan t-shirt or just go to t-shirt com, and uh you'll find those the uh they're all buckeyes buckeye stuff right charles
1: yeah, for now, but uh, soon to be Browns and uh, some Indian stuff. Got a Travis Hafner out there right now. But, um, yeah, T-Shirt Hooligans, it's a great, great company. So, yeah, check out uh, T-Shirt Hooligans. Um, they'll, they'll be there for you.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Uh, let's move on to, you guys, there's not a whole lot of Brown stuff fresh in the news right now, but let's, let's talk about a couple things. Uh, Johnny Mansell with a with a big announcement was it today Jeff
2: uh yeah I first heard it this morning I don't it might have been late last night yeah Johnny you know things are liable to happen sometime after midnight
0: yeah you never know I mean I uh yeah I wasn't tuned into uh Twitter too much today so I kind of I didn't see it when it came out so um but apparently he has acknowledged that uh his playing days are in fact over <laughs>
2: nice I, 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 yeah, I, I I think it might have been slightly less definitive than that. It, um, was it what but, did he say? Um you know, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but something to the effect that, you know They're behind um, him or something? Yeah, it's probably probably behind him or or something to that effect. My
0: playing, I thought it okay, I wrote down my playing days are over. Maybe he said my playing days are behind me. Yeah, he
2: just he kinda said that he's more focused now on um, finding happiness in life versus finding happiness in football and that his playing career is, uh, again, just paraphrasing um, more than likely behind him at this point. Um, you know, good for him for, for deciding that, you know, there are things more important than football. Um, and I'm not going to beat up on the guy. I mean, you know, everybody knows, what his expectations were and, and how yeah. far short he fell of those expectations. Um, and he, he did make a comment that, um, you know, it was humbling. He was, he was humbled um, by the experience of, you know, not putting the work in and, you know, the game um, basically put him in his place. And so, hey, you know, maybe yeah. maybe he's finally starting to grow up.
1: Did, I see, did you guys see, do you guys watch the Heisman presentation for Joe Burrow? Did you guys end up catching that? Yeah. I, I seen when um, I was watching that <clears throat> and I seen Johnny Manziel on the stage, he looked actually pretty darn good um, from what I seen him in the past. In the last year, he, from, you know, internet, pitcher service on the internet, he wasn't looking too good. And he looked, uh, he looked like he was doing okay on that, on the stage, you know, you know, with the issues that he was having with substance. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Right. Hopefully, you know, he continues that in the right path.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously guys, I'm going to laugh about stuff, but I would always hope, and we would always hope for the best for these guys. Um, it, it can't be easy going from being the big star in college to, to going to, to the NFL and having these expectations to, to failing to, uh, you know, to substance abuse. So, so yeah, I mean, you hope that you hope he turns his life around. You hope he's already done it.
2: And, um,
0: you know, we, we wish him the best. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. I, I don't even blame him for his experience with the Browns. I, I think, you know, he was put in a, a situation where, um, I mean, he, he came in very boisterous, but, um, you know, for, yeah, for it, ownership to put the, you know, put the pressure on him that they did, um, you know, it just, it was just an example of the team really not picking well and doing their homework on the guy and, um, it was just kind of set race. up to fail.
0: And I mean, here, here's a question for you. If he gets picked at either number 21 or number 23, do you think he's still the quarterback in Cleveland?
2: That is kind of a bad luck spot.
0: 22 is kind of doomed.
2: Yeah. Right. I would
0: say probably not, but. So,
2: well, he, he, he had, you know, he had a remarkable college career. Um, He certainly had some talent, but um, there's a big, big difference between being a successful college quarterback and being a long-term franchise quarterback at the nfl level and mostly it's it's about dedication and work and ultimately he didn't do that so you know wherever he was picked or whoever would have picked him um if he was not going to put the work in he was not going to be successful
1: yeah it's between the ears between the ears right yeah
2: yeah completely
0: so, talking about draft picks, guys. Uh, Jeff Risden of uh, of the Browns Wire had an article out uh, this week about the Browns. Actually, two articles. I think I think they're probably both out this week together. The best and worst Browns picks uh, since '99, you know, in the NFL draft. So we thought we'd have a little bit of fun with that. So, uh, we, what do we want to do here, guys? Start from start from 19 and work our way back maybe that might be easiest
1: yeah sure so that sounds good so, or
0: well i thought i start, okay. start with 19 and go back i think um okay okay that's pretty a little early to go with 20 so right you know some people would want to um yeah. yeah we'll go with we'll go with 19 and work our way back so uh um, yeah, he but, did.
2: Jeff Risden didn't even include 19 because he's, he feels like, or he felt like it was too early. You know, guys, I thought, I, guys, guys had, still... I thought
0: he had 19 on the best. I don't think he had 19 on the worst. Oh, okay. I Maybe think he had Austin Seibert as the best,
2: did he not? I believe. Let me look at the article again. Yeah, no, you're right. He did He did do 19 on the best, but he didn't do it on the worst.
0: Yeah. So what do you guys think? Let's do best first for 19 right now. I mean, it, and obviously it's after one season, it's really tough <laughs> for me. It's, it's, for me, it's probably between three guys, but um, what do you guys think? Who, who would you pick as the best pick
1: Charles? <laughs> like, like I said, it's, it's tough to go after one season and, the three guys I'm going or with, with th- you're thinking is probably the same as I am: Mac Wilson, and then Siebert, and then uh, Greedy. Was that the yeah. three? You're- okay. Yeah. Okay. Those
0: would be the three I'm thinking of.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess the most impact. Um, gosh, I guess the most impact would be the kicker. I guess it would be Austin Seibert because, yeah, uh, you know, I don't think Greedy impacted as much as he could have. I guess Mac had a couple decent games here and there, and I think he has a lot of upside, but I would go with Siebert because at one point he was he was unstoppable. I mean, he was he had a hell of a good season. I know he missed a few here and there, but as a rookie, I, I thought he had the most impact.
0: Yeah, I mean, are you guys going kind to of grade this as who you think the best pick is, period, or the impact they've had up to this point?
1: That's why I, I, I was saying, up to this point, I guess, just from last year, the impact.
0: Yeah. So what's your thought, Jeff,
1: as to how to
0: grade it, first of all, and then who you think is, is the best.
2: Yeah, it's tough. I mean, there's, there's not a clear cut guy. Um,
0: no, there's not.
2: I mean, Greedy had a good rookie season um, at a very tough position yeah. where it typically takes a couple of years to mature and, and come into your own anyway, even if you're a high pick, but, mm-hmm. um, so, I mean, I, I like that pick as a value pick. Um, he went a lot lower than most people thought he would. Right. Um, you know, Mac Wilson as a fifth rounder was really thrust into a tough situation um, mm-hmm. with Kirksey going down with the injury. So, um, you know, kudos to him for for playing every down. Um, and, but, you know, he had a tough year. Um yeah. Cyber came in and, and won the job in training camp. Um, he was serviceable. Um, I think though, if um, he loses the competition, whenever training camp is to somebody else, I wouldn't be completely surprised um, of those three guys. I'd say Seibert is the least likely guy to be here in a couple of years. So um, I guess I would have to say Greedy was probably the best pick considering you took really what's I think arguably going to be a long-term starting player at a key position in the second round.
0: Yeah, I think I'm I'm pretty – I'm still kind of – Tied up between Greedy and Mac Wilson because of Mac Wilson being a fifth rounder. Austin Seibert was a fifth round kicker, which is high for a kicker, too. So I'm looking yeah. at value there as well. Uh, you know, he had a great season, and you know, I, I hope he's the Browns kicker for the next 10, 15 years. That'd be that'd be great. And you know, I I like to not have to worry about kicker. Uh, not that it's the the you know the the biggest position to worry about but you know try being a, a bears fan you know um <laughs> it, it it's good to have a good kicker so um i i would i would probably go greedy as well just because just because of how low the browns were able to get him at you know uh, what mid-second round almost so uh you know but mac wilson's kind of right there too but I, I would probably go greedy as well so let's move on to um you guys want to pick a worst pick from 19? It's kind of hard to say. Yeah, I think so. It is kind of hard to say. I don't think I don't know if anybody's really uh, failed there. I think Drew Forbes still has a chance to make the team this year. Obviously, um, I mean I don't know if I don't is Don, Donnie Lewis still on the team? I think he was. I don't know if he is right now. Um, but I mean he was a seventh rounder. You're not going to slam somebody for being seventh rounder, so no. so I don't really I, I don't know. Do you have a pick for worst, Jeff, or should we just move back a year? Let's keep going. All right, let's go back to 2018 and the best draft pick. So, Jeff, why don't you lead us off on this one?
2: Jeez, uh, I, I, you know what? I hate this because. Um, I think there were some great picks there. Um, Nick Chubb, I think, is is probably the easy choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to mention my favorite player. You know where I'm going with this. I know where it's coming. I know. Who's no no longer on the team, but, um, but he gosh, should be. Should I, you know, if circumstances were different, I just I wish Gennard would would have gotten a better shot here. Um, But, I mean, I think it's pretty much a no-brainer You know, Baker, um, Denzel Ward could They could turn out to be Hall of Famers I mm-hmm. don't know um, yeah. But today, looking at it today um, Nick Chubb is, is, you know
0: He's, he's clearly, clearly, clearly the, most, the best He's the most likely Hall of Famer on the team right now
2: It's so hard with running backs, you know But, but just looking yeah. at it today um, he is just clearly the most dominant player from that draft.
0: Yeah, I'm going to, I'm just going to agree with you right now, and then I'm going to hand it over to Charles.
1: Yeah, that's, I'll, I'll just segue that. We'll just, that's, that's a trifecta, Nick okay. Chubbway. And we'll just make it, you want to make it an easy sweep on the worst, Austin Corbett? Everybody agree or you want to just, agree on that one as well
0: <laughs> i think we have to yeah i i'm gonna have to agree i mean I, we waited and waited and then they pretty much gave him away i think so yeah yeah
2: uh you know what i, I i'm gonna say austin corbett was probably one but um antonio calloway was one a
1: oh gosh yeah that that was self-inflicted yeah that's right that's, right. right i mean yeah, you
2: know
1: yeah and they knew yeah. about it i mean this happened at Florida and then it happened when he said it wasn't his in the car and his car it was his brothers or something and oh gosh right. what a mess and i remember when they cut him wasn't it the day of that thursday night football game or something wasn't it didn't they yeah. cut him he was supposed to i think he was supposed to start that night that was against yeah. Pittsburgh, yeah. right yeah 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 <laughs> right yeah amazing all
0: right so uh let's move back to yeah, 2017. So Jeff, you want to lead this one off?
2: Well, this this is another easy one. I mean, as far as best goes, Miles um, Garrett's going to be a Hall of Fame player, um, no question in my mind. Um, I think the, the really the the jury is still out on everybody else in the draft,
1: except for except for the other the other the first second rounder. <laughs>
0: Are you talking to Sean Kaiser? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Deshaun Kaiser was uh, necessarily a, a bad pick there, though.
2: Right. No, I was being I, kind. I mean, you know, he he could still play, but
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, he he was again put in a tough spot here. There he was.
0: He, he was. I mean, a lot of teams would have given him another season. I think you know, depending on the team. So I don't I don't think he was the worst pick. In that draft, but I don't know. Um,
1: You're I mean, right. I mean, he is out on the Joku and Peppers for sure.
0: Yeah, and those two, Logan um, Joby's good. I th- Howard Wilson, I can't call him a bad pick because you know he he's not playing because of the injury. Yeah. So um, you know, we don't know what he would have been. And then you're down into fifth, sixth, seventh rounders. I mean, even there, um, Caleb Brantley was—he uh, was a risk or reward guy, and he, you know, didn't pan out. But he was a sixth rounder. Zane Gonzalez, you know, by all rights, he should still be kicking here. Um, and Matthew Days, he—he he was pretty good when he was here. Uh, Roderick Johnson, he—he—he he, he didn't develop. Um, so, you know, I don't know. Um, gosh, I don't know. Do you guys have a? Have a bad pick there? Oh. Who are you guys going with for a worst?
1: Uh, it's close. I I wouldn't say, like you said, I wouldn't say there's a bad pick um, because the jury's out. But, like, if I would say that second round Deshaun Kaiser, I mean, I guess you could put him there. But, yeah, I guess I mean, he's, not, he's not an awful pick there. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Who do you think the worst, Jeff? Yeah. <sighs>
2: I'm not, you know, uh, not going to beat up on the guy, but um, to me, if you're a first-round pick and the team goes out and signs a high-dollar free agent at your position two years later, um, maybe you're a little bit of a whiff at this point. Um, sure. And Joe, we better get his shit together this year. Is all I can say. Yeah.
0: I can't argue that at all. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was a good pick, but yeah, I, I have to I have to agree with you. And look, I talked um, on uh, – well, it was on another podcast I was on, but, uh, but yeah. Um, I don't know how many targets he's going to get this year either. I don't think he's going to get a boatload of targets this season, guys. I just don't.
2: Yeah, I mean, he, he got in the doghouse. Last year, um, he dropped some passes. Um, you know, he, he's kind The a guy's a physical specimen. Um, but, you know, you have to produce.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Real quick, guys. Our sponsor, Skipping Stones, now has a shop on GoImagine.com. Just go to GoImagine.com backslash Skipping Stones with a Z. GoImagine.com is a site that donates 100% of their profits to charity. So be sure and check them out today. Uh, you can also find Skipping Stones on Etsy. Now back to the action. So let's get back to 16, the draft that everybody loves. and just <laughs> That's
2: a, can't oh get enough of
0: the 16 draft. That's an easy one.
2: 14, 14 picks that year, and none of them are on the team anymore.
0: Yeah, so um, so aside from Carson Wentz, Jeff, who was your favorite pick that year?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I would have traded all fourteen for Carson Wentz. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I just I still don't understand that move. Um, and every every time I read the name Corey Coleman, it just <laughs> blows my mind and and. Makes it all all the worse. And one of the guys is still on
0: the
1: team, you know. Seth DeValve. Oh, Higgins. Higgins, Richard Higgins. Is DeValve um, still on the team? Both
2: Ah, that's right. They did re-sign Higgins. My my bad. Um, Seth DeValve isn't around anymore.
0: No? No. He's he was not a Tight end a couple of years ago, yeah. I don't think he was on the team last year. No. Yeah, no, last year. I don't he think so.
2: Yeah, he was. Was he? Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. Probably it seems like
0: it's been two years since we had football.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> it has, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah.
0: So Higgins still on the team, and that's it from 16. So uh, there, there's a couple candidates for for favorite pick or best pick.
1: I'd wow. go Schobert Sh- probably.
0: Yeah, Schobert. Um, you know, unless you're a huge Higgins fan down in the fifth round. Um, yeah. That's yeah. I mean, uh, NASA Ogba made their mark for a while, but that's pretty much it. Pretty much it. So, uh, Schobert's a pretty good pick in the fourth round. What do you think, Jeff?
2: Yeah, I mean that's like, that. I agree. It's no brainer. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, for him to go out and get the big money this year, congratulations. Um, you know, he earned it. Right.
0: So has everybody agreed that Corey Coleman was the worst pick? Maybe ever. Oh, I think, oh I, no, we got I, we got to go back
2: a little further.
1: I think Corey Coleman <laughs> agrees he was the worst pick. He it may, if, taken if, at
2: 15. So yeah. If not the worst, he's in, he's in my top two or three.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's go back to 15. Uh, 2015, best pick.
1: Who do you think, Charles?
0: Boy, well, there's some
1: really good say, names on this list. I would say for for production and the third round, I'd say Duke Johnson.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. There's really not much to pick from this. <laughs> it, yeah, it's pretty much Duke Johnson or, uh, or you know. Uh, um, Danny or Danny Shelton, you know. Yeah. Uh, Nate Orchard played a little bit, you know. Um, Ibrahim Campbell played somewhat, but not near as much as Duke. So, uh, Jeff, you, do you have any argument with Duke Johnson? Nah,
2: nah, no argument there.
0: Okay, so the worst pick, we know who it's going to be.
2: Cam <laughs> yeah, heard Irving. Heard All
0: right. Let's go back to fourteen.
1: Two thousand fourteen. All, All,
0: right. All right. right. The worst Aldo. pick.
1: Oh no. It's should we just
0: put these two guys together
1: yeah let's do that <laughs>
0: <laughs> justin gilbert and johnny Mendel, let's say the first round was just uh okay. i don't know i mean uh it was, jeff you're saying uh you're saying Corey coleman you think he's worse than justin gilbert at eight uh no i'll
1: i'll
2: i'll i'll accept that he,
0: <laughs> i mean he's uh, gilbert
2: uh, gilbert's probably number one um Coleman's number two, Menzel's number three, or something like, like that something, to me. Something like that.
0: I mean, you're going probably going back to Mike Junkin or something before that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there have
2: been some there have been
0: some bad ones. Some but. bad ones. So those guys are bad, obviously. Uh, but, I mean, past those two guys, uh, Joel Batonio and Christian Kirksey, are both um, drafted that year. So I think, I don't know, I'd go uh, Batonio. So, yeah. Right. So you got to take him over Kirksey. and Yeah. All right, I
2: think Sears still playing it, too, isn't he? Yeah. yeah.
0: He he's You know, he, he was a good player. The Browns developed him and then let him go.
2: So, right. Um, can't so say. The Jets now, I think.
0: 2013. I, you know, uh, Jeff Riston had the best player taken as Berkevious Mingo at six, I think. <laughs> I mean, so you know how bad this draft was. Oh, my God. Did any of these guys play? Did not Leon McFadden play? I think he played a little bit at DB, but he he was a third rounder. Janoris yeah. Slaughter, Armani Bryant, Armani Bryant played some, didn't he? Yeah, I didn't I think he played some, right? So yeah, yeah. a seventh yeah, rounder. Yeah. Um, Garrett Gilkey, I don't think he ever really got a shot at tackle, did he? He never really started. No, I, I don't. No. I man, I would take Armani Bryant in the seventh rounder over Barkevius Mingo. As as the sixth overall pick that year. Yeah, yeah, I agree.
2: I think I, I think Armani Bryant probably had more impact.
0: I think so. I think so. I mean,
2: Mingo had some good years with the Patriots, I think, but um, yeah, for here, he, he could barely get on the field here. Yeah. Yeah. He was, was just one of those tweener guys that you know he just did not have a position. Well, and his arms I think are a little
0: smaller than mine.
2: but I'll remember about him
0: (laughs) and I'm not bragging when I say that guys (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) okay let's let's uh let's go back to 2012 because you could pick anybody from 2013 as the worst I think um so uh best
1: there's there's some good decent players on here that um definitely yeah so uh, defensive tackles oh go ahead no good. I was going
0: to let you point him out, Charles.
1: Oh, Something I was good. just I was just looking at a couple like John Hughes and Billy Wynn weren't bad players. I uh, I didn't think they were bad. Um and then Mitchell Schwartz, he left because of money. He was a good player. Still is a good player. Still
2: a good player. Yeah.
1: Still is. Yeah. yeah. Then you got Probably uh, the
2: biggest mistake. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Not re-signing
1: him. No. Uh, Benjamin, was, Benjamin was a solid player too. So there were some decent picks on here. Travis Benjamin yeah. was exciting in the kicking game. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Very nice player. So who are you guys going with for best? Mitchell. So go ahead. You Mitchell choose Schwartz. All
2: right. Yeah, I'd yeah. have to go with Schwartz. I mean, yeah, Schwartz. he's had the best career, clearly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I would,
0: too. And the
1: worst pick? Oh, <laughs> oh I don't know. I'd have to say, okay, you you, you guys choose first. And I'll think about, oh, I'll think about it. We got another tie. I don't know. Yeah, that's close. Jeez.
2: Well, you know, it's that 22 spot again. Um, yeah. It was just a reach taking Brandon Whedon. I, yeah.
0: I'd, I mean, how many times did they have to pick guys at t- the quarterbacks at 22? You'd think they would know. Um, well, I yeah, don't know. Quinn, Whedon, and Manziel were all 22. Yeah, you know, and. Th- they traded up to get Trent Richardson at three. They traded up with the Vikings and gave up extra picks and stuff. Man, that was a mistake yeah. too. That was nah. just a, I mean, you know, and I think a lot of people probably liked it when it happened. I mean, Jim Brown didn't, but he was, you know, he's the only guy who really knew for sure.
1: I think. Oh, I remember you know?
0: that. Yeah, he knew. Um,
1: but did they, they did trade up to get him.
0: They traded up with the Vikings, I think, to get him. If I'm not mistaken.
1: That was the same draft when the Rams traded to the Redskins. The Redskins traded up to get RG three, right?
2: Right. Uh, sounds right. RG three went two, I think.
1: Yeah, and then I didn't think that the Browns tra- they did trade up. Okay,
0: I think I'm almost positive they traded up a spot or two to get to get Richardson, and they gave up they gave up uh, a pick or two to give him something. They gave up like a third or fourth rounder to get him, you know, to move up a spot or two. Oh, okay. Uh, but that's the way I remember it, anyways. But, gotcha. Uh, I
2: mean, he had the pedigree coming out of Alabama. You know, he it did. Was, it was hard for him to he was argue that, you know, he wasn't going to be a dominant back. Um, I think the NFL has changed a lot since then in terms of how they view running backs. Um, and he's probably part of the reason. <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, I mean, who saw the guy flaming out like he did other than maybe Jim Brown? All right.
1: Right. He called it. Yeah.
2: So, so I guess um,
1: I'll, go, I'll go with, um, I think Whedon had to, I don't know if, his, Whedon might be out of the league now, but but he did play a backup role and did okay with the, the Cowboys. So I'm going to go with Whedon as the better pick. I'll say Trent Richardson was the worst pick. I'll go with that final offer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I got, I got to agree just because of how high he was taken. I mean that—that's what I would pick, and I know he had—I think he had one decent season for the Browns, but he just he did not. Yeah, he did. He didn't uh, do what he was supposed to do. So, uh, so we'll get back to 2011, guys. Um, a couple, a few interesting guys here. I mean, Phil T- Phil Taylor in the first round, Jabal Sheard. Um, we'll skip over Greg a Little, uh, Jordan Cameron, Buster Screen. I mean, there's some. Some decent guys, so who's your pick for the for the best pick that year?
1: Uh, I would say, wow, I would say per round, I think Buster Screen for fifth rounder. He, I thought he did okay just because he was in the fifth round. And he went on to move on to another team and it's actually, I don't know if he's still in the NFL or not, but it's either him or Jordan Cameron.
0: Yeah, I mean those guys are both, uh, you know, taken later in the draft. So what, what do you think, Jeff?
2: I think this is another one of those years where there were some pretty good players taken. Um, I mean, if you were trying to add depth to a, a, a decent roster, a lot of these guys I think were pretty good picks. Um, you know, Jordan Cameron, I, I thought he was a pretty solid tight end um, for a couple of years. He might have had some concussion problems, didn't he? Um, yeah, he did. I mean, Greg Little was a pretty solid wide receiver for a little while. Um, Sheard's another one of those guys that was more successful someplace else. Uh, but yeah, I think Buster Screen probably had the most success career-wise. Of anybody on this list.
0: Gotcha. So, guys, I, I had I looked this up, and the Browns traded up from number four to number three uh, to get uh, Trent Richardson, and they gave up a a, a uh, fourth, a fifth, and a seventh rounder.
1: Holy smokes! Wow. <laughs> so
0: that kind of made it a little worse pick for me. So.
2: Okay, that solidified.
0: Yeah. So um So so
2: they, got, so they had fourteen picks that year also, huh? Yeah, Originally.
0: They did, wow. yeah. Yeah. They put it all into uh you know, all into Trent Richardson, so or a lot of it. So um Yeah. So um I don't know. I think uh, Greg Little was a pretty bad pick that year in uh eleven. But he kinda you know, the Browns have had a, a uh, history of bad second-round receiver picks, too.
2: Yeah, they had no luck with
0: second-round receivers at all. <laughs> yeah, so I got to go with Greg a little for the worst pick there. Um, what's that I, saying about uh, looks Looks good but can't catch the football or something yeah, like he that? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He had a hard time hanging on to it. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, um Two thousand ten again some decent picks, especially if you like Joe Hayden, uh taking number one overall. So um TJ Ward, Colt McCoy played for, for a while for the Browns. So who's your who's your best pick in ten,
2: guys? Hmm. What do you think, Kevin? what do you think? I mean longevity Hayden's probably the clear choice. Um he got a bad rap here you know um it's hard to be perfect as a cornerback yeah, it's hard um, to play cornerback now i mean you know, yeah, it's probably a
0: little different when he started here in town yeah. but it's it, it's hard up.
2: you know take taking a guy at number seven and and i mean he's still playing 10 years later um at a pretty high level um i i have a hard time arguing with that pick
1: yeah, he was yep. a Pro Bowler this year, wasn't
2: he?
0: Was he? Uh, not sure. Mm. Could yeah. have been. I know he's more likely to be a Pro Bowler in Pittsburgh than he would have been in Cleveland.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know who I, I really liked in that draft? Um, that um, you know, I, I think he had a, a knee problem um, that kind of sidetracked him but and risen says he he's the worst pick of that year um it was montario hardesty i mean to me watching that guy run was as close as i've ever seen to tony dorsett i mean he had he had the moves he had the speed but he just he got i think he got his knee tore up in his rookie or second season he was just never the same yeah, and again. It doesn't make it a bad pick. Uh, no, that's me. why see, I mean, it's kind, so. of, kind of harsh to say that he was, you know, the worst pick. I thought he was a great pick, and I thought he was a very talented player who just got hurt.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think he's a guy who kind of, uh, you know, slipped a little bit in the draft, so the Browns took him, you know, uh, possibly. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I I hate to say he was a bad pick. I hate to hate to get on guys for injuries, I really do. So, um, yeah, and I'll be honest with you, I don't know, I, I don't know enough about the rest of these guys. I mean, I know all the names, I just don't remember how much any of them played, you know, to really say that any of them were bad picks. Um, Sean Lavalle played some, I know that, you know. Um, yeah. But the rest of the guys, the rest of the guys, I don't know if they played much. Um, So let's go back to 2009. And again, I think the best pick's probably pretty easy. Um, Browns traded down about, what, 16 times before they picked Alex Mack? At that time? (laughs) Yeah, something like like that. They picked up like, like three sixth rounders or something like that, didn't they? I mean, it was such a yeah. strange draft. You're like, oh, pick this guy, pick this guy, and then oh, they trade down again. Like, Ugh. yeah, right. And but they still got they got Alex Mack, who, yeah, excellent player. So you you guys aren't going to argue that anybody else in that draft is better. You know? So no. let's, let's, uh, you guys want to say uh, Brian Rubisky's the worst, or uh, David Vicune, or or. Uh, I don't know. Take your pick. I don't even remember half of these guys.
1: Uh, I'll say Rabisky.
0: Yeah, he. I don't think he did much for a second-round uh, wide receiver. I mean, uh, Muhammad uh I mean, he he had um, he had concussion issues. He was actually a good player, but um, right. but yeah, I mean, he had no control over that. So he, he
1: was a good player. I thought he was a good player, too. Rubisky was just taken. I think he was taken pretty high in the second round, too, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Um, yeah, he was taken at 36. So, yeah. Yeah, he was taken first few picks of the second round. Oh,
1: yeah. Cool. yeah.
0: Um.
1: Cool. Go ahead. Yeah, that's Rubisky. He's with? Sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two, 2008. Oh, gosh. Um, oh. Wow. We just skipped that year. I mean, does it matter? I mean, best best pick is uh, I I can never say his name. How do you say oh, his name, Jeff? Ruben. Yeah, ruben uh, Yeah.
1: Atiba ruben.
0: Atiba ruben, However you say his first name. Um, Tom. I think he's the best pick. Yeah, he was. Uh, he
1: played for. He played for a while. Yeah,
0: I mean, a six rounder. Yeah, he, he was a good player. Um, people, yeah, I think. Uh, I think. Um, the pick in the article was Bo Bell because he was Brown's first pick, but he was a fourth rounder. I mean, yeah, you know, how much do you expect out of a fourth rounder? So yeah, right. um, none of those other guys stuck around, I don't think. Wow. So, so we'll get back to 2007, and we're not going to waste any time. Joe Thomas was the best pick at number three. And uh, number 22. Worst, worst pick, maybe number 22 again. Pretty plan, yeah, Brady Quinn. yeah. And
1: you know, I like I like him. He's really good on Fox. That if you ever watched Fox College pregame show with Urban Meyer, he's damn good.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's good. He was leading leading up to a career in commentating the whole time. I think. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: but yeah, yeah. So, um, 2006, mm-hmm. uh, uh, interesting draft.
1: Who do you guys have? Do you guys I got know? my, choice. I got my choice. Well, go ahead, so, Charles. Oh, I got. I think DeQuell for sure was the best pick on that draft. Second round. Or Lawrence Vickers was damn good too.
0: Lawrence Vickers was pretty darn good. Yeah. Of course, Jerome Harrison. He's still playing.
1: Is he playing still? Is he still I playing? Or I think nah. there's another. There's is, it, is that
0: a different Jerome Harrison and uh or, or am I thinking somebody else who's been in
1: New England forever? Yeah, there's a there is a I, yes, that guy, yeah, there's a
0: different one. Is it a different one? Okay. I thought how's that guy still playing?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was with the Browns forever ago. Okay, so um so uh so you got to call Jackson.
1: Or Lawrence Vickers. Either one. They're both or Lawrence excellent. Vickers.
0: Yeah, I don't think anybody's gonna pick Cameron Wembley over Dequal Jackson. No. So, I, yeah. I want another
2: poppet trying to get a, a tweener guy. And yeah. it didn't work.
0: I was hoping one of you guys would pick Babatunde <laughs> Tunde Oshinawa. With a name <laughs> like
2: that, you just have to stay in the NFL for a while.
0: Yeah. His jerseys were
2: Went to Stanford, so. <laughs> you guys remember his name, though, don't you? I do. Well, and and you know what? That's not even his full name. Oh <laughs> wow. I'll I'll take a stab at it. Okay. Babatunde uh, Tunde Oluwasegun Turnatope Ol Adisa Oshinowo Jr. Junior.
0: He was a junior too.
2: The junior's important. Wow. (laughs) Because you're not going to go through that whole name. You're just going to say, hey, junior.
1: Exactly. That's pretty impressive. So, okay.
0: Do you guys have a worst for that Two career games. Uh,
1: Two games. Wow. Yeah, I don't have a worst. I don't know.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That whole draft draft was pretty bad.
1: Yeah,
0: it was pretty decent. So let's go back to... uh, to two thousand five, uh, the Braylon Edwards at number three draft, uh, yeah. Brodney, Brodney Poole, Pool second round, Charlie Fry in third. Um, what do you guys What do you guys think there?
1: It's Jeff, a tough
0: one. I know Jeff's yeah. going to pick Charlie Fry as the best pick because he likes Charlie
2: Fry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when you you got a guy who started for you for. Several games. I mean, almost a whole season, didn't he? Or parts of two seasons. Um, in the third round, um, twenty-six games. He he played uh-huh. played over his head for a while. Um, He's a fun guy to watch. Um, I thought Rodney Poole was a pretty good player too. Um, he was. Yeah, he was for, for a while. I got um, a
1: story about it, Rodney Poole. <laughs> okay, well, let's hear mean, him, him, him and Charlie Fry. Actually, me, and my friend. My friend Matt were down in uh, downtown Akron. This was on their bye week, and uh, they were down and they had a. Uh, this was, um, I forget what the bar was called. We we're down there playing cornhole inside, and they're playing pool. And they're him and Charlie Fry and me and my friend actually went up and played. We got pictures with them and hang out with them, and they were drinking beer. We were drinking beer, and we're getting pictures. And, Char- and Charlie's like, "Hold on a second, Charlie." he took Brodney and their beer and put them to the side when we were taking pictures and actually end up Brodney pool. It's weird because we end up playing him. He's not a very good pole player, but I really did. I did watch when I watched him. I thought he was a pretty, pretty darn good player, but yeah, we had a fun time with him that night. It was cool.
0: That's pretty nice. neat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so you're going to pick either Charlie or Brodney, obviously.
1: Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to go with Charlie because he was a, he, you know, he, he kind of got a, the, the wrong end of the deal too. He got beat up. I thought he was a pretty pretty decent player. Rodney was good too. I'll go with Charlie Fry. He's he's Akronu, and I'll go with him.
0: I'll go with Brodney just because his name's so close to mine, and he and the longevity factor. I mean, he played a lot of games for the Browns. So yeah, uh, mm-hmm. not many guys stick around that long. So so I like that pick. Um, I don't know. Do you guys think Braylon Edwards was a, was a terrible pick or not?
2: No, I no, don't I think. I think other than Johnny, he's probably the, the second most fun guy to hate. Um, but ultimately, he was a pretty talented guy.
0: He's. I mean, he holds the team record for most touchdown receptions in the season.
1: That year with Derek Anderson, that year yeah. they did make the playoffs in 10, I think it was. Holy smokes, what a season. Yeah, man. he had
0: 16 touchdown catches.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. it's a team record. I keep
0: waiting for somebody to break it.
1: Yeah. On 10 games, and they did make the playoffs.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, he, he did some good things here. So, um, back to 04, uh, Kellen Williams, Sean Jones, Luke McCown, um, and and so forth. Uh, what do you guys think there? How bad a pick was Kellen Winslow at number six?
1: <laughs> well, for what what's going on with him now, I would say pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean he's another guy. He
0: did some good things, but man, then the next thing you knew, he was gone.
2: Yeah, exactly. I don't uh, know what it is about the the Cleveland environment where these guys just you know they flame out. These guys with all this all the talent in the world, um, and they just do stupid things. Yeah,
0: I think yes, Sean Jones was the best pick that year. Absolutely. I mean, he played a lot of games for the Browns. So, um, mm-hmm. and I guess take your pick as the worst
2: at the worst, uh, whether you Luke McCown or. actually wasn't a bad pick as a fourth rounder either. I think he's still playing too. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> be. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: 2003. Um, <laughs> Oh gosh. I, I, I want to read I, all I, these. What do you guys think?
1: I know the worst because that's not even close, but the best, I don't know. I have to think about that. I would say Lee Suggs. Maybe he was pretty darn good or Chris Crocker. He had a good career.
0: So who's – okay, Jeff, what do you think?
1: Chris
2: Crocker was a, a hard-hitting DB. I mean, he was he was a good player. Um, Lee Suggs was kind of fun to watch. He was good for a while, too, yeah. Um, wasn't Pontbreon – wasn't he a long snapper? Yep. He was Got a long him. snapper for quite a while, I for, think. For a long time, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, I mean, that was probably a pretty good pick. I mean, Fane was a great center. Um Played a long time, just not here. Yep. Um, So there were some there were some good players in that draft. It's hard to really pick one that is head and shoulders above the rest. I think.
1: Yeah.
0: So who do you think was the worst, Charles?
1: Sean <laughs> <John> Thompson. <laughs> when I, when I seen they pick Sean Thompson and his college, when they're like, oh, he jumped off the page, and when he went to Texas A and M and they were zero and ten, I'm like, yeah. what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Who's this guy? Who's John Thompson? <laughs> yes, yeah. that's my choice. Hard
2: hard to argue with.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so in two thousand two the Browns took uh they took William Green, run William Run. Yeah. Andre Davis and who else? Andre oh, Davis. Andre Davis. He was pretty good. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, he was good. So um yeah. I, I think I'll put my vote in for Andre Davis.
1: I concur. I yeah. Um,
0: and worst pick. Yeah. Oh, geez. yeah. William Green was not a bad pick. Um, you know, didn't didn't have the longest career, had some issues, but uh, yeah, some had some injuries. had some nice plays and some injuries. Um, Andre Davis was pretty good
1: receiver too. You remember the story about William Green with the steak knife? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, okay. Just take just a second, but uh, he had a steak knife stuck in him, and he went to the hospital, and they they asked him what happened, and he said he was walking up the steps, and he got stabbed with a steak knife. And they're like, "Okay, wait, wait a second, something's not right here." They went back and arrested his fiance or something. He was just trying to yeah. cover it up for. Yeah, if he was walking up the steps, steak knives got stuck in him. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Might have been some domestic Uh, issues going on there. Maybe. Maybe a couple.
0: (laughs) So, 2001, uh, we got big money taken in the first. uh, Quincy Morgan in the second. uh, James Jackson. I don't know if he ever played. You guys correct me if I'm wrong. Anthony Henry in the fourth. um, And few more guys after that Who, what do you guys think they best best and or worst uh,
1: i go with henry is the best yeah
0: i would too
2: well the worst is easy because yeah. jeremiah yeah. farms went to prison before training camp i think
1: exactly ah,
2: nice. <laughs> <Great memory>. Yep.
0: <laughs> i'm glad you remembered that because i did not um <laughs> But, I mean, all right. Gerard Warren is funny.
2: I, I used to call him big waste of money. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he plugged some holes. But, man, it just never really lived up to it not, no, not to be the third for, overall yeah. pick. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, let's go back to 2000. Courtney Brown, first overall. and Again, another guy with injuries. So, um, yeah. I'm not going to read this because the Browns had a bunch of picks that year, too. So, um, actually, uh, a couple nice, couple nice picks, and a lot of uh, forgettable picks. So, um, what do you think there, Jeff? Uh, you got Dennis Northcut- Northcutt. Northcutt
2: was a was a fun player. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was he was just a fun guy to watch. You know, he's the, the the prototypical possession receiver. Um, I think he was probably the he had the best career, probably out of out of anybody in this draft. Um, yeah, I, Courtney I, Brown was Courtney Brown was Miles um, Garrett in, in in his day. Um, he just yeah. had no knees. Yeah, yeah.
0: I agree. Um, I don't know who the worst pick is. I'm. You can't call Courtney Brown a bad pick because I mean, no. Nah. You know if he's not nah, hurt, he was
2: he was player. consensus best player in the draft.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like taking Miles and having the same thing you know, happen to him before he plays. So, um, yeah. Charles, any argument with Dennis Northcutt?
1: <laughs> Absolutely not. I, yeah, I always liked, enjoyed watching him play. Yeah.
0: So let's, let's finish it up with 1999 guys. And, uh, first, first draft after the, the return and who's your best pick there. I think I know who Charles is going to pick. So, uh, let's, yeah. uh. Let's let you lead it off, Charles.
1: Uh, I think Tim Couch. Um, there's some decent picks here. Um, I like I like uh, Wally Rayner. I liked him. I thought he was a good player. I like McCutcheon a lot and Kevin Johnson. Um, those are those are some really good picks. It was, good, but it was a good draft. It really was. Yeah. For that for that first, I thought so. But Tim Couch, like I said at the beginning, he got he got the raw deal, um, and. Uh, he he really did get the raw deal, so I, I say Tim Couch was the best. That's my opinion.
0: What do you think, Jeff?
2: I I, I agree with that. Um, you know when you throw together an expansion team in a, in a matter of I think what a few hours, um, <laughs> there was you know not a lot of upside for these guys. Um, Couch was a great player. He just he had he had no chance. Um, Kevin Johnson was a fun receiver. Um. Had a decent career, um, you know, all the way down into the sixth round. I mean, James Durth as a tight end played a whole bunch of games, you know. So, yeah, they they drafted some decent players that year. Um, yeah. It was just yeah. it was a cluster. The team was just a mess.
0: Yeah, they just didn't have a chance the way things were put together, the way they were thrown right. together. So, right. Uh, yeah, hopefully, finally turning the corner on that, guys. <laughs> this season, uh, yeah. 20 years
2: later, 21 seasons later. Yeah,
0: So uh, we've run a little bit over. uh, It's been fun kind of going through this stuff, though. So I want to give you guys uh, just each a chance to kind of wrap it up. Uh, Jeff, you have any thoughts you want to leave everybody with?
2: Um, No, just thanks to um, Jeff Risden for letting us kind of piggyback on his articles. Um, Interesting to kind of go back and look at. Um, some of the guys that were taken and, um, sort of second guess, um, kind of reinforces how bad our drafting has been for so long and makes the, makes the, the last couple look so much better.
0: So I totally agree. And Charles, what do you have to say to the, to all the Browns
1: fans out there? Well, it's looking looking promising compared to what we just talked about for the last 45 minutes. That's right. <laughs> uh, I, I just can't believe the, the, the names we were just going over, and I, I, I forgot half of them, and I'm glad I did. So uh, <laughs> I appreciate you having me on. It was an honor to be on your on your show, Rod, and I really enjoyed it. And I, um, uh, Jeff, it was good talking to you, hopefully to see you uh, here at a Browns game soon. Yeah, we sure Me hope too. so. You uh,
0: we'll too, that, Charles. Thanks. Hope we get that chance, Charles. Uh, it's been great talking to you. Again, everybody can follow Charles at FighterGuy2424. Uh, um, Charles, I was going to ask you, where'd that come from? FighterGuy2424.
1: <laughs> oh, just, just, uh, I'm in MMA, and uh, that's that's basically it. And 24 was, uh, I was a big Brady Sizemore fan, so there you go. <laughs> Gotcha. All right.
0: Nice. Um, All right. Well, this has been the Browns Blitz. We will catch you next time.